In tonight's episode, we're going to touch on feelings. You know that feeling. We've all experienced it. The sense that someone or something is watching you. The uneasy tingle over your shoulder telling you it's standing in the corner. It's easy to brush these feelings off, but what happens when the thing in the corner reaches out? When it makes its presence known in a way that will never allow you to ignore that tingle again. Welcome to Scary Real. Uh, It's the podcast where we share uh, the scary experiences that have been submitted by real people. Um, My name is Adam. My name is Mario. And uh, we're glad you're joining us here on this first initial podcast. You know, Adam, before we get into the episode tonight, uh, I want to take a second to just kind of talk about what this is, who we are, and, uh, you know, what our passion is, what our goal is for for the podcast. Um, Well, yeah, and so we we have, we've done podcasting together before, and I, we had a great time with that, but that was a few years ago at this point, and I think we always had this idea of doing something else. Um, and I, you know, we'd always shoot ideas back and forth. Life gets busy and in the way. Um, but we had this idea for a long time of, uh, sharing, um, the scary stories and experiences that people have had, um, that they submit to us and we can, we can read them, um, and, uh, and discuss them. And so that's kind of where it was born out of anyways. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, you know, we grew up in an ultra religious, um, households, ultra religious, just community, uh, you know, and as you get older, you start to form your own opinions and your own, uh, life experiences kind of guide that. And, and some things happen to both of us individually. I don't, I don't want to try to sound like, you know, we're some kind of ghost hunting experts or anything like that. In fact, I have zero ghost hunting experience. It's not something that's ever interested me. But the paranormal overall, the, the, the things that kind of go bump in the night, you know, as, as the cliche goes, th- those things have always interested me. And, uh, you know, it's something that interested us both. So I was like, well, why the hell not talk about it you know, on a podcast? Yeah, for sure. I, <clears throat> I agree. I, I, uh, I am not an expert. Um, I've never even been on like an official ghost hunt, um, or anything like that. Um, I, I, I have watched plenty of episodes of, of, uh, ghost hunting. Um, and I, and it is something that's fascinating. And so I have like this, this small working knowledge of like some of the terms people use and things that they've experienced. Um, and, but yeah, I'm, I'm like you aware. It's just always been fascinating. It's always something that, um, that has interested me. And I'm a bit of like a, a horror movie hound too. So like okay. combining that love of like scary things with like ghost hunting or, or even just like paranormal experiences that people love to share, you know, it's like, it was just an instant when you, I think when you first talked to me about this, I was like, Oh my God, that's brilliant. So here we are. So, yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm not with you on the the um, horror movie thing. I think just my experiences in life, you know, uh, and just in general, they don't. I I have memories of being like seriously, like being in middle school, going to birthday parties with friends who loved them, and you know they just stay up all night watching them, and I'm laying there watching sure. it just the whole time, critiquing it like you stupid idiot, like why are you walking <laughs> or why are you hiding there, or, you know, kind of thing. And then yes. and then I've had some life experiences where you 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 know 
you see things, you are in situations that are actually legitimately terrifying, not in a paranormal way, but just in, in real life situations. And, and that kind of stuff just doesn't do it for me anymore. You know, like I just, I can't watch it. And it's, it's like the, uh, it's like my wife, you know, any kind of medical show or anything like we'll watch like Chicago fire, Chicago PD or whatever it is, you know, and it's a medical situation in the show. And, she's a nurse she's worked in surgery she's been on emergency room floors you know all kinds of stuff and and she can't watch the show because she just sits there and critiques it and i'm that way with the military stuff i can't watch that stuff because i just sit there and critique it like this is stupid it doesn't work that way you know and this isn't how any of this works <laughs> and it's a little bit that way for me with horror movies because obviously i haven't lived through a horror movie but you know i'm just like no, this is stupid you don't do that in that kind of situation you know i just sit there and tear yeah. it apart but what gets me is the human side of things the story you know, that's why that's what interests me. And that's was kind of my driving uh, force behind wanting to create this, it, you know, specifically with you just being lifelong friends. I feel like we have a good back and forth. But um, overall, I just want to create this podcast is I love people's stories. I, I could sit and listen to people all day, every day, tell their experiences, whether that's paranormal, war, life, marriage, yeah. whatever. You know, I love stories. Um, I have two passions outside of my family in this life then you know there's stories and sandwiches and uh <laughs> and those go so well together i feel like you have a sandwich and you listen to a story yeah i just feel like they're the greatest things a sandwich can be all kinds of, you know there's uh, inf- infinite possibilities with breads and cheeses and meats and hot and cold <laughs> and everything else and stories are kind of that way too there's infinite possibilities you know you can yes. talk to somebody who grew up very similarly to you and see where you diverged and you can talk to people that have completely different experiences than you and that's what i want to share i you know i had a few creepy things that are kind of unexplainable happen in my life i mean who who hasn't but i don't have anything concrete where i can go you know that that was definitely a haunting or you know nothing anyone can say that will will convince me that that's not a haunting or whatever i don't have that so i want to hear people tell those stories i am a little bit of a skeptic i am but that's not the point of this show i don't i'm not here to crap on anyone's story i want to hear it i want to hear what you have to say um and I want to yes. share that. I want the. I think the world is interested in that. And I think if something happened to you, it's valid. And and if you feel that you want to share it, I think there should be an outlet for that. Absolutely, I I am hundred percent on board with that. Like the uh, the idea of story, and and really, as we get into this show more and more, you know, we'll hear stories from from probably every spectrum of life and every experience of life. But it's all going to be, of course, centered back into this you know, uh, quote unquote paranormal. And, and there might be people that listen to this that are skeptics. Um, I tend to, I don't know. I think I'd call myself a skeptic. Um, but I, I'm inclined to believe because of maybe some of my own experiences or things. And, and some of that's maybe like how we grew up. So then I've got these like other weird religious things from, from my background. And and so it all sort of plays in together, but it, it is also really, um, like you're saying, it's just really interesting to hear from, from another experience and another person to say, this is what I, what happened. And, um, yeah. And I'm just, I'm just looking forward to hearing stories from, from you guys, from people that have gone through it. And, um, and uh, we're not here to judge. We we'll we'll have some commentary on just like our experience listening to your story and and everything. But we're we're certainly not here to tear you down. We're just interested and we want to share it with people. I think it's 
uh, it's just kind of fun to share these stories and and hear experiences. So, yeah, yeah. And if you hear a scream, it's because I creeped myself out. Um, I'm in the <laughs> I'm in the basement. The only lights on are over the bar, over the pool table, and coming down the stairs. Uh, I brought both large dogs downstairs with me, so that way you know they can be my early warning system. There you um, go. But you know, I also have ninja children that like to. Just not even sneak. They just walk normal, and apparently they both weigh, you know, nine ounces, and they can just sneak up behind you without anyone knowing. And just well, I was on the phone with you the other night, and one of them walked in. I was in my work uh, work room in the back of the house, uh, trying to work on some electrical stuff, and I'm on the phone with you, looking up at tracing wires back, and damn kid comes walking in. Now the corner of my eye, I see you know demon spawn Blondie over there walking around. <laughs> I seriously, my heart was in my throat, man. It was like eleven thirty, and I'm like, "What the hell are you doing?" (laughs) I have I have one distinct advantage. If if my children attempt to sneak attack me, I will see them uh, coming up the stairs. So they, I mean, they could still scare me, but it would take a lot more work and determination (laughs) on their part. So climbing out a basement window, coming around the back (laughs) of the house, that's like something you and I would have done. That's something that I would do to my my oldest. Uh, you know, she's a teenager, so oh for sure, yeah. But anyway, anyway, um, all right. I hope you know everyone kind of understands and can can sense our our. Um, I don't want to say seriousness, but um, what's the word I'm looking for? Man, I'm a wordsmith. <laughs> but um, our passion and our sincerity. You know, we're not we're not here. We're not here to. Um, tear anything apart or try to debunk anything or anything like that like i said we're not a ghost hunting podcast we're not going to be talking about um not, you know i don't want to rule anything out but our, our mission is not to be talking about you know haunted places and kind of going through theories and things like that i think you know if you want that that's that's there's nothing wrong with that and there's a right. lot of people out there who do that and they do a really good job at it and i uh i'm just trying to fill my passion which like i said is stories and sandwiches and um and kind of create a space uh for people to to share their own experiences so absolutely so anyway um in tonight's episode are we ready for this my my Uh, friend we are ready let's let's do it yeah our first story uh comes from uh reddit user pale blood pledge um, he submitted the story to us a while back. It's taken us a while to, to get this off the ground and, and going, and so we apologize for that. But um, he he sent it to us um, and just was upfront and honest and just said, you know, he's, he's a college student, and this is something that happened to him um, at the beginning of the school year a year ago or so, uh, maybe two now. And, uh, you know, he gave us permission to share it. And for that, we're, we're eternally grateful. But he also in conjunction with it, which you can go to our Instagram page and see him, sent a couple pictures of himself, of his neck, and um, kind of shows the after effects of some of the things that happened in the story you're about to hear. Yeah, it's uh, we really appreciate uh, him him sharing this with us and, and allowing us to use his story and sharing those pictures. So, um, 
you know, over time, uh, as we create a, a more of a presence on Reddit, uh, you'll have, well, we'll talk more about this later in the, in the podcast, but there'll be plenty of ways for you to submit your story if you would ever like us to read it um, and, and share with us. And of course, pictures um, are always welcome as well if you've got something that you want to um, include with that. Um, so we'll, we'll talk more about that, but this is a great, uh, great story from uh, Pale Blood Pledge. So he started off by this way. He said, uh, he said it goes to school in PA. It's uh, a school in a town that both have their fair share of ghosts, uh, apparently. Um, the school's paranormal claim to fame is an investigation by Ed and Lorraine Warren. Now, how cool is that? That's something that I would love to, or a place I'd love to go. Yeah, well, and and uh, if you're familiar at all with any sort of paranormal background, or even even maybe their their biggest claim to fame would be um, the the movie uh, that I'm blanking on completely, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, that they was based on their book. Uh, that that uh, you know what I'm talking about. I I I know there's several stories that that yeah. kind of characters in. Movies. So a couple more recent ones would be like the Conjuring, the Annabelle films are sort of loosely based around. But there, there's an older one from the '70s with James Brolin that is totally blanking on me. And and every horror nerd right now is screaming into their into their headphones, telling me that I'm an idiot. But I will think of it. Uh, but anyways, so that's who Ed and Lorraine Warren are. Um, they've got some controversy maybe around them, but uh, either way, it doesn't matter. They're it's legends in cool. the field. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, okay, so, keep going. Anyway, so he says, At the beginning of the school year, I moved into a row home that has been used by my fraternity for several years now. Uh, in past years, I have hung out in the home and slept there many times. During those days, I've never experienced anything unusual. It's just been kind of a gloomy home. Sure. Uh, in the attic, we found symbols and markings from other fraternities that lived here between the 70s and the early 2000s. I'm sure most of them are harmless, but some are odd and archaic. Mm. Okay. And, he, and I noticed he didn't have any like um, further explanation into those, really, or at least anything that really uh, stood out. But uh, I do wonder uh, what some of those symbols, you know, if they're maybe to do with fraternity stuff or, or whatever. I mean, obviously. Yeah, there's... I'm not sure. You know, what, what springs to mind for me is Supernatural. I'm a huge Supernatural fan. And there was an episode where, uh, quote-unquote, a ghost was haunting this house and killing people. And sure. what they found out was that one of the symbols somebody wrote on the wall um, for a TV show, they just thought it was some creepy symbol. And it happened to be some Celtic thing that, like brought to life whatever you know the person was thinking of when they wrote it or whatever so it basically created a ghost so oh okay i got you so i you know i don't that springs to mind that's just kind of an anecdote you know i i love supernatural the show um but you know how what you know how much of what's out there how much paranormal stuff that's out there and happens is is kind of us it's manifesting through us because we we believe it's happening so much so I don't sure. know. That's just yeah, absolutely. That popped my head, you know, the, the energy that we're putting into a space. Anyway, mm-hmm. we'll get back into a story. So he says, uh, in the first few nights after moving in, I had several strange things happen, but nothing that concerned me. The two other fraternity brothers that live here don't believe in ghosts and hadn't reported anything strange. I believe that the few unexplained experiences in my past made me more receptive and aware of what's going on. I, I can relate to that. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll get into that later. Anyway. Yeah. Um, The day I moved in, I was folding clothes in my room 
when my crucifix fell off a shelf and the Jesus figure snapped off. I figured it was just the bass coming from the speakers downstairs, so I picked it up and put it back on the shelf and made sure to secure it in a way so that it couldn't fall again. Um, Not even two minutes later, the crucifix fell again. Still not thinking anything unusual was happening, I set the crucifix flat on a high shelf and promptly forgot about it. Later that night, while watching a movie in my room with a friend, my PlayStation randomly spat out the disc. Uh, This is when I started to suspect that something was going on because the controller was on the ground and no one else in the house has a PlayStation. So obviously he's, you know, debunking it in his own hand. He's ruling out any kind of interference electronically. Sure, yeah. So, which, like I said, you know, kind of in the cold open, that's something that we all do, right? Absolutely, yeah. So we all debunk it and brush it off and think it's nothing. So Right. Uh, Yeah. Not wanting to make a big deal out of it and freak my friend out, I just put the disc back in and we resumed the movie. Later that night, we heard someone talking in the hallway right outside of my room. Assuming it was just my roommates, I opened the door to talk to them and ask them about their night. But when I opened the door, I was met with a dark and empty hallway. Assuming I was losing my mind, I checked the house only to find no one else was home. At that moment, I got an overwhelming sense of dread. Like I was being watched and intense chills. Okay, now I'm getting intense chills. That's fantastic. (laughs) Why didn't I turn on more lights? I don't know. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Every time I went in the hallway after that, the feeling would return. In fact, it happens to this day. Time to move, pal. Yeah, well, and I was just going to say, like, I think everybody, when when he's talking about that, that sense of dread and that feeling of being watched... We've all felt it. It's like that thing. I, I I do this all the time, and I laugh at myself, but I still can't stop doing it. If I turn off all the lights in the house, and I'm coming up the stairs, or I'm like, the last light is off, and it's in the middle of the night, and everybody's asleep, like I will be doing shortly tonight, um, <laughs> I will like hustle my ass off to oh, like a, yes. a room with a light on, or at least to a bedroom with, where my wife happens to be asleep, so that she can protect me from the thing behind me. Um, it's that yeah. thing. You, know, you can't you can't look behind you because you know the chick from the ring is definitely standing directly. That's how they you. get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I I know that feeling. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I don't know. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm gonna be running my ass up those basement stairs. So, <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, he says a little while later. A little while later, I excused myself and went to the bathroom. No sooner than when I got there, I heard my friend yell my name in a way that sent me sprinting back to the room. Running into the room, I found her in a state of panic as she described the six-and-a-half-foot-tall black shadow she saw in the corner of my room. She said it was standing next to the door that connects our rooms. Uh, So I'm assuming that means him and his roommate. They have an adjoining door like in a hotel. Needless to say, that night was over. Yeah, no shit that night was over. I mean, it would have been over for me, and you know that girl did not stay over that night. So, unfortunately <laughs> for that young man, there was no hanky-panky happening. Well, I don't. they, they do say that fear can be quite the motivator, so you never oh, know. Hell no. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. There's no way she stayed in that room that night. We're going not- to have to... We'll have to check in with our with our pal here to find out how the rest of his night went. He didn't he didn't elaborate. So, um, all right. So anyway, uh, we're gonna take a quick break and then we will pick up the story in just a second. And we're back. 
All right, so uh, we are in the middle of the story that uh, is all about um, this guy living in a sort of a fraternity house, a sort of gloomy, dark house. Uh, had some had some weird feelings. Felt like some things were going. going yeah, on don't a forget bit. the six and a half foot tall shadow man in his. Corner. Oh, that is that is the most important part. That his female friend that was conveniently staying the night happened to see this uh, in the corner. So, um, and that's the end of that part. But we're gonna fast forward. I want to say I'm I'm six foot three. Um, I I honestly I you know I feel like I'm a big dork like honestly like I don't even realize that I'm that big and I've been this big for you know going on forty years for damn close to it and uh, you know I I don't feel like it but my wife tells me all the time and I'm just thinking like I'm just processing the information but she's like nudging me all the time you're like stop it you're like you're, you're scaring them and I'm like what and she's like, apparently I stand there with my arms closed and my jaw clenched. And that's how my brain processes information, <laughs> and that's total. Yeah, you're you're not thinking about the size that you are and like the looks you're giving because you're just lost in your thoughts in that moment. It's yeah. completely un- un- understandable. So, you know, I mean, I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, shit, I have like Kelvin and Hobbes on my arms, but apparently the tattoos like are intimidating to people. But ha- literally half of my Tattoos are cartoons, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. Uh, but yeah, so so there's a six and a half foot tall black shadow that his female friend saw in his room, um, and then now we're gonna fast forward. So um, he says, after this night, I began to regularly hear people walking around in the attic, which the landlord keeps locked and none of us have keys for. I would also hear people moving around downstairs when no one was home. I texted the guy who used to live in my room to ask if he had ever experienced anything unusual, and without hesitation, he told me he had. Uh, so that's like red flag number five that this guy has put in his story. Like he should have moved immediately, but uh, I mean, it's college; it's not that easy. But true, yes. Still, uh, I'd be calling a priest or some. <laughs> Switch one rooms, with, maybe? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Someone with sage or something? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he then, so he's talking to this guy who used to live in his room, and he says, He then described a reoccurring dream he had in which a large black shadow would stand in the corner by the adjoining door, staring at him before lunging toward him. It was always at this point that he would wake up. So his the previous tenant of this room had a dream of the black shadow that would stand in the corner, then lunge at him in a dream. Uh, All right, well... Why am I recording in the basement by myself? (laughs) This is your your friendly check-in to just let you know that uh, if you're experiencing chills, that is normal right now. Um, All right, so... (laughs) Shadow people are not, like... It's not a thing you should be like, oh, hey, just a shadow person in my room. No big deal. Yeah, not that I'm aware of anyways. I've never heard a good story with a shadow person. So, uh, sweet uh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. So, so continuing on, he says, he also described leaving the house when he was there alone because of the voices and footsteps he would hear throughout the home. Uh, so reoccurring themes, voices, footsteps in the household. His girlfriend even called the police a couple times when she was there alone because she thought people had broken in. After hearing this, I became concerned. Really? It took that much? (laughs) (laughs) I was concerned. 
15 minutes ago, but uh, here we are. Yeah, yeah, I was concerned at, <laughs> uh, at voices outside my room. Yes, that's enough for me. I'm instantly like, well, time to burn this house down. Cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, he says, when my friend saw the shadow, neither neither of us were asleep, nor had we been. So this, uh, his girlfriend or our female friend that was in the room with him, our our our, uh, our friend sharing this this story, um, they hadn't been asleep yet. So they were they were awake when she saw this shadow. So just so clarify. yeah. So he started questioning. He says, you know, was this thing getting stronger? Well, yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah, it appears to be. Um, he says, then while sitting in the living room with a friend one night, we watched someone through the window walk up to the side door. Assuming it was a fraternity brother or one of my roommates, I waited for a knock on the door to be unlocked. After waiting for what seemed like forever, nothing. I went to the window and peered out, only to find no one there. A few minutes later, the same thing happened, but this time it turned out to be a friend of mine. After letting them in, I asked if they had come to the door a few minutes earlier, the response being an adamant no. Keep going, okay. man. All right. <laughs> so, the following night, two friends came to visit and get a tour of the house. When I opened the door to the basement, we heard something rustling around down there. Freaked out, we all looked at each other in shock as no one else was home. After mustering up some courage, I flipped the light on and went down to have a look. The basement was empty. Okay. Never go where you hear the sound. <laughs> yes. I feel like this is, like you were saying earlier with horror movies, this is 101. If you hear and feel something scary, go the opposite direction, preferably out of the house to your nearest uh, church or sanctuary, and maybe throw some Hail Marys out. I'm just you know, saying. you just you, or you yell down there, hey, I have a gun. If you're screwing with me, come out. If not, you, you know, yes. no one does, then you just start blindly shooting. So. Right. Um, <laughs> at the very least, you have a uh, super soaker filled with holy water, and just prepare yourself. So, all right, here's, here's the conclusion here. So the craziest thing that has happened, he says, when I got... Out of the shower a couple days ago, standing in front of the sink to shave, I looked into the mirror and noticed red marks on both sides of my neck. After wiping the mirror, I leaned in to get a closer look. The marks clearly looked like a handprint. On one side was the imprint of a huge thumb and a lower part of the palm. On the other of my neck was a mark where the top of the palm, just below the fingers, would have been. Something large had wrapped its enormous hand around my neck. Wow. Uh, yeah, and so when we, uh, earlier I was talking about Instagram, we have photos of his neck um, taken, you know, he, I think he took long enough to put half of a tank top on. So, um, <laughs> Yes, and I, what, what's great is I, I, I appreciate that he sent those Instagram pictures um, to us and, and allowed us to share them because it really helps you get a, <clears throat> a really clear picture of what he's talking about with where the marks are. Um, Cause I think it'd be easy to sort of in your mind as I'm reading that to go, oh, okay, there's like a couple of tiny red marks and you know, if you didn't know they were there, you wouldn't see them. After seeing the pictures, I could clearly see exactly what he was talking about. Um, very obvious. I mean, so. You know, and it's kind of one of those things some people question, you know, like, oh, you described it, so now no one can see anything but that. Um, sure. But, I, you know, he, he got out of the shower, 
It's, I don't, if the water was hot, it wouldn't have been, you know, in those, in those very obvious, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, right? I mean, if it was just hot water pouring on his neck, his whole neck would have been red, right? Right. Um, If this was a normal thing, like a, a birthmark or a normal thing that happened to him, it's something that he would have noticed a million times over every time he got out of the shower, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. I don't know. I, like I said, we're not here to crap on anyone, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to take it for for face value. I'm going to take it for what it is. You know, I have faith in humanity. I have faith in people, and you know, something like that, man. Just the fact that he's still living in that house, I got to give him some props because I would have been gone a long time ago. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a chicken when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, I, I, I think. Um, putting myself in his shoes for just just a few minutes as we read that story, um, <clears throat> you know, to me it's sort of like, um, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think he's just uh, uh, brave, and maybe maybe he's just not not too concerned. Maybe he doesn't feel like it's it's really a uh, a bad thing necessarily. But uh, to me, I would have thought. Um, I need to get out. And, you know, uh, everybody has different uh, feelings about that. Some people, I think, probably would be able to handle it just fine. But I I would have, uh, let's see, I probably would have called my parents and said, I'm uh, quitting school. <laughs> and uh, No, maybe not that bad, but I would have begged to get into a different fraternity or something. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know, man. It's, it's hard to say, right? Because I, I feel like... It's kind of one of those things until you're in the situation you don't know. You, mm-hmm. you don't know how you're going to react. You don't know how you're going to respond. I mean, everyone's different. Uh, but to me, it's kind of a reoccurring theme, right? So, I mean, it's something that you see in horror movies. They take it, I think, to the extreme. Um, of course. But, but a lot of stories I've heard, you know, the things that people have shared with me, when they're in this situation, it's like it's almost like your brain rationalizes it in a way that just you just move forward. You don't really Absolutely. have a choice, right? Yeah. And, and then it's not until later when you sit down to maybe write something out or really think about it that you're going, holy crap, no, like something scary happened to me. Like this, that was, that was really actually scary. Right. Yeah. I, I agree. I think there's something sometimes in the middle of that experience. I think people, um, it doesn't all click or doesn't all sort of stack. I mean, as we're reading the story, it's one thing after another. If you're in the middle of it, it probably doesn't feel that way. And so, um, you know, he's probably just like, wow, that was kind of weird. And maybe this felt a little strange. But the, I, I think the thing, you know, the, the way he sort of ended it there, talking about those um, those marks on his neck, I think that might have been maybe the straw that broke the camel's back for him. I don't know. He didn't send a follow-up. So, uh, Pale Blood Pledge, if you're out there and you hear this episode, if you've got any updates, feel free to send those over. But, um but, uh, you know, I just, I, I, I really appreciate him sharing those experiences because I, I agree with you. I think this is a really common, um, I think it's it's more common for people than maybe some people like to talk about of, of having those dreams that are so real or even just seeing something sort of in, in a dark corner kind of thing. Um, so I appreciate him just kind of taking the leap and sharing all that with us. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, I'd, I'd love to hear some follow-up. Maybe maybe more things have happened. Maybe he did move out. Uh, I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, you know, it's it's that thing, right? It's that thing in the corner, that feeling, that tingle, that, you know, like I said, in the beginning, we've all had that, right? We've all mm-hmm. experienced that. Um, 
you know, for me partially, I'm a chicken. So in my head, you know, like during the day, a window is just a window. At night, it's a portal for a demon to you know, <laughs> enter my soul. So I just yes. don't look at them, you know. <laughs> right. But, yes. Um, um, you know, I really, I, I, I can't. I don't. You know, I don't want to put words in this guy in his mouth or, or you know. I don't know what the word is I'm thinking of, you know, like I don't, I don't want to make an excuse for him or anything like that, or not, not an excuse, but you know, rationalize for him. But my only thought, the only thing that pops in my head is, you know, how you live with that, how you live through that is your brain just rationalizes it in a way yeah. that allows you to get through. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, well, either way, uh, that was a great story. Uh, a great, uh, really really great uh, set of experiences that he chose to share with us and uh, we're we're very grateful uh to pale blood pledge and um and yeah if you uh, if you personally have a have an experience you want to share um please feel free to do so um you can do it through instagram although that's probably not the 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 easiest way to communicate but you can certainly do it there yeah, um, you, you can, can send us a direct message there you know that's one thing we will start checking um yes for right. sure um, and then, and then we do have an email that you can send it to. Um, that is scary real pod S E A R Y R E A L P O D at gmail.com. And, uh, and then of course we, are we on Reddit? I know we got this story from Reddit. Are we on Reddit or did we just source that just personal account? We asked for an experience on a subreddit. Uh, so we don't have our own subreddit. Okay. Um, we didn't want to be those guys. I don't know enough about Reddit that I didn't want to be up there without like creating my own subreddit. Like, hey, everyone, I'm cool. You know? <laughs> yeah. At some and at some point, maybe we will we will create a subreddit uh, for the show and for the pod for for another easy access point. But uh, but certainly the email or Instagram are great ways to communicate with us. Um, and we'd love to hear your experiences. Um, and if you want to keep it anonymous, you are welcome to do that. If you want to share your name or or any pertinent details, by all means, feel free to do so. Um, and we share pictures of of things uh even if it's just like this clock was really scary and here it is and you know send the picture of the clock and we'll be glad to throw it on instagram uh for people to check out um if you oh go ahead oh and that's where we're going to share updates so when you know when a new episode drops uh look at me with my cool podcast lingo uh when a new episode uh is posted uh you know we'll that's instagram is where we will um announce that uh i'm sure eventually twitter but as of right now, it's just Instagram. And, uh, you know, look for updates there. Look for uh, pictures and anything associated to specific episodes. And uh, just, you know, Adam and I post some scary crap that scares us. So, <laughs> uh, Likewise, if you maybe you're somebody that has had a very similar experience to this same kind of thing. Maybe you um, have seen the dark shadow in the corner or had a dream about that or something. Uh, feel free to comment under the pictures or, or kind of share your thoughts on this episode. We'd love to hear from you about your thoughts on, on this episode or what you think. Um, you know, uh, keep it respectful. Uh, you, don't, you don't need to come in and trash uh uh, pale blood pledge or anything like that but um but certainly uh, offer your opinions and thoughts we'd love to get into some dialogue with you definitely and uh you know hey everyone i'm sure there's some bugs that we're gonna have to work through and some kinks and you know adam and i have to get into that groove but uh you know i hope you enjoyed it and if you did please like we said uh like subscribe um 
rate, leave a, a comment, leave uh, a rating, and uh, share. Please share Absolutely. the episode, share the podcast, and uh, help us grow this community. Because, like I said, uh, you know, we, I firmly believe we as human beings are are nothing but a collection of stories. And I'd love to create a space that allows people to share uh, share some of those stories. Excellent. Yeah. And we look forward to, uh, to hearing more of those and sharing more of those in the next, uh, episodes ahead. And, uh, in the meantime, be good to each other and, and, uh, we'll talk to y'all real soon.